Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Webcrawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into the weirdest, strangest, and most mysterious corners of the internet. I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. We have a Patreon where you can get access to all sorts of different things. We are actually making some changes to the Patreon, which will happen within the next few weeks. Our true crime episodes, like the one you are hearing today, might soon be behind a paywall. But for now, you can join for as little as $2 a month by going to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. Melissa, who are our patrons this week? Heather, Lindsay, Amy. Welcome to the team. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Podcast. Podcast. And call into our hotline and leave a voicemail if you'd like on our mailbag episodes. Leave a message about something we've discussed in an episode. Tell us a secret. Shh. A story or whatever you'd like. The number is 626 Nice. So our episode today is on a documentary and podcast, but Melissa and I both watched the documentary yes. this weekend, I think. It's yeah. called Betrayal, the Perfect Husband, the case of Spencer Heron and Jennifer Faison. Heron Faison. Heron Faison. Uh, it's on Hulu, and it is an adaptation from the very popular podcast. I'd never heard of this podcast. I hadn't either, but I guess it's 
I guess it's popular. In the top 10 or something like that. But mm, I don't know. Really interesting story about yeah. can, you, can you trust men? I think can not. Can you trust men? I think uh, not. After <laughs> this episode, you might be asking yourself, who is my husband? Who, who is my husband? Who is my husband anyway? Today, we are going to delve into the case of Spencer Heron, who is a sexual predator. His actions shattered the lives of numerous victims. Numerous. Yes. A crazy amount of victims. It also reminded me of some things that have happened to myself. I can imagine you probably have some stories too, Melissa, but we'll see. I Not to that this extent, yeah. but... He appeared to be an ordinary guy. Everyone loved him. People even referred to him as a saint, but... Behind closed doors. Ooh, Melissa's putting on lipstick for this one. <laughs> you know who would like that? Spencer Heron. Spence. But, and also everyone called him Spence, which I hate. Yeah, Spence. I'm like, just call him Spencer. Like we don't Spencer. need to give this man a nickname. He doesn't get a nickname. That's for I, fun people. I was actually, I go later on, I'm going to talk about red flags. And I think a man having a nickname, red flag. <gasps> now that I think about it. Well, well. It's their alter ego. Yeah, alter ego. Yes. So behind closed doors, much sinister, much more sinister. He, much, much sinister. Much, much sinister behind closed door. <laughs> he was a teacher, a sex offender. He taught at Carlton J. Kell High School in Marietta, Georgia. He taught classes in video production. He worked at the school for 16 years. And was even named Cobb County's Teacher of the Year twice. Damn. 2016 and 2017. This is how good he was at keeping up a facade, which is... He was the cool teacher. Everyone was was cool said he was teach, the cool. Which cool. is common for narcissists, this kind of dual personality yeah. of everyone loves you in the public and then you have this alter ego. On... June 1st, 2018, he was arrested in relation to two underage student allegations of sexual encounters with him. He went to jail. He is unfortunately out now. We're going to get into his case. And this podcast was done by his wife, yeah, Jennifer Faison, who found out and was married to him when he was arrested for all of these allegations she found out about all these affairs that he was having, so on and so forth, and decided, I guess, to do a podcast for to heal about it. I mean, I don't, I don't. I mean, sure, make some money while yeah, you're... <laughs> I mean, make some cash. I mean, she was she was financially ruined by this whole situation. Yeah. So, also, it's important to note one of the things in this is that the age for consent or whatever in Georgia oh. is sixteen years old. Right. So it wasn't. It wasn't statutory rape. That's right. Which is part of it that sucks because he had he had sex with the student, but she was 16. So it wasn't statutory rape. However, it is illegal for a teacher to have sex with a student. So that was the charge. Right. Thank God. Loophole. Yeah, loophole. So Spencer and Jennifer, the love story of Spencer and Jennifer, they met in college, like as teenagers, when at Barry College. It's a private liberal arts institution in Mount Berry, Georgia. Jennifer transferred there her junior year to study communications. 
and Spencer was a senior. So she was a junior. uh, He was a senior and he was the manager of the school's television station. And that's where they met because she was communications and she wanted to be like a producer. He managed the school television, television station. And so they worked together at the television station. And, you know, there's all this old footage of them being like, Hello, and welcome to Barry College Station. Here's our school basketball game. Like, going over to you, Jennifer. You know, and, and it's just... Here's our school team homework game. Yeah. <laughs> Classes, schedules. <laughs> what do you do in college? Yeah, so, so they worked together and they fell in love. He was known as like boy next door, Eagle Scout. Everyone loved him. They said, you know, if you needed to move apartments, move a couch, Spencer was the guy that you would call... Jennifer's whole family even loves Spencer. I think they still do. <laughs> That's what's so awkward. They yeah, like it's weird. They interview Jennifer's parents and Jennifer's mom is like, I'm just angry. I'm so angry at him. Like, I think they really at Spence. Yeah. I think they really believe that he is the person that he showed to them. And they can't fathom that he might actually be this bad person and that the saint is actually the alter ego, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I think that this sexual predator, sex addict is who he is. Yeah, his alter ego is the good... This alter ego is the the eagle scout the eagle scout that he puts on and i think that that's what's hardest for everyone to really fathom so they dated for a few years and then when spencer graduated jennifer was like you know you're graduating i'm still in college you're gonna go back home i don't think i want a relationship right now i just want to be single for my senior year good for her best decision of her life but unfortunately yeah they end up crossing paths again so they break up jennifer has a great senior year then she graduates and she moves to california and she starts a very successful life as a television producer she worked on extreme home makeover yes she worked on extreme home makeover as a producer and she worked on judge judy for four years that's right for which she was nominated for two emmys yeah and that's amazing i right and good for her you know she dated here and there but apparently she just never really got over spencer Mm. and spence yeah spencer and jennifer's college relationship was very college relationshipy spencer would make her mixtapes and of different love songs write love letters write her love letters and he would make her dinners with candlelight and he would write out the menu of the dinner like handwritten menus with different themes and love stuff like very what we refer to is now i think is love bombing love bombing yeah um, I think that was his M.O. And Jennifer really fell into that because, of course, why wouldn't you? Especially yeah. if that's not in the lexicon of the time. That's just yeah. I'm falling in love with someone. And yeah. that's kind of what first love is. But then for him, that's his M.O. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. So, you know, Jennifer has a successful life in California. She's dating, but she doesn't 
have any serious relationships. She doesn't get married or anything like that. Spencer, however, is in Georgia. He gets married. He has children. He does something confusing, which I didn't even know existed. He joins the Air National Guard, but as a band member. So he's not actually in the Air National Guard. He just plays in a band for the Air National Guard. That's what I understood. So he like gets deployed with the Air National Guard, but he just. It's like the, um, what is it? The U.S. or U.S. Yeah, he's like a USO singer or whatever. But he, I mean, but that's usually like, you know, like Jessica Simpson will go visit the troops in Iraq and sing a few (laughs) tunes. Like this guy's just in a band. Yeah, I don't Spen- know. Spencer travels with the Air National Guard and will just play Kenny Chesney or something on their <laughs> off time Chesney. for them. It's just so weird. <laughs> the way they describe it is so weird. And I didn't even know this was a phenomenon that I existed. didn't either. But I guess he does that. And he also is a teacher teaching video classes right. at the same time. Yeah. So this is also when Facebook is big. This is the early 2000s. Yeah. Spencer reaches out to Jennifer on Facebook. Jennifer, I mean, Spencer is like, hey, Jennifer, like I've been following your career. I still think about you sometimes. Just wanted to see how you are. Uh You know, hope you're doing great. Let's catch up sometime and jennifer's all excited because she's always thought of spencer mm-hmm. but she thinks that spencer's married with kids and so she thinks it's totally innocuous at this point right jennifer sends an email to him or messages him back and they show this and this is when i'm for i am not 100 percent pro jennifer just fyi jennifer sends a message back being like oh ha 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 it's great to see you or great to hear from you does your wife still hate me or something like that do you remember that oh, from the documentary yes and i'm like jennifer girl you shady you yeah know? that's a that's a, that's a little inappropriate to like, send you're you testing the waters you know yeah um, does your wife still hate me Yeah, like you're trying to gauge the relationship right now. She's been a little flirty. Yes. And I think that that stuff comes back. I'm not saying she did not deserve anything. I'm not victim blaming. What are you trying to say? Oh, oh, she she was wearing something revealing. (laughs) She was wearing a miniskirt and she deserved it. But I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she definitely. I think she got it going. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and I'll I'll talk about that in a little bit about predators and how they mm-hmm. test boundaries but yes. he's like haha wife like i haven't had one of those in years <laughs> like wife yeah. i've never heard of one of those spencer tells jennifer that he and his wife got a divorce because intimacy and sexual closeness in their relationship ended up uh-huh. dwindling and uh-huh. i'm like yeah sure. i bet his ex-wife probably caught him cheating or something like that yeah. Even though they never discuss in the documentary what that's right happened, why they break up? Yeah. Maybe in the podcast they do. I'm not yeah. sure. So Jennifer and Spencer start corresponding again. You know these college sweethearts who haven't talked in a while. And Spencer says, "Hey, I'm going to be in New York for work. You probably travel a lot for your work. Is there any chance you're going to be in New York during this time?" 
all of a sudden, allegedly, Jennifer gets a call that she has to be in New York for work at the exact same time Spencer's going to be there. Girl, Does I call she? your bluff. Yeah. I, that's what I, I was like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, girl, you're lying and you're sticking with this lie, but okay. Okay. You just want to make it seem like, oh, I just happen to be in New York too. No, girl. Yeah. I'm like, just I know you're you lying. Just to go. It's yeah. Fine. Just say, you know, this situation has already blown up. Just tell the truth at this point. But- yeah. He was there for like two days or something and she's like oh i just happen to be be there yeah so she says she happens to be there at the same time so of course they meet and Uh they fall back in love she says the night yeah quote she says the night i re-met spence in new york was magical she recalls it felt like it was meant to be we really believed that we were soulmates So they start dating again. She moves across the country to Georgia to be with him. Yeah. And her jobs. Yeah. She just gives it all up for this guy. Yeah. And they end up successful fucking producing career. Yeah. And they end up getting married on December 30th, 2012. And they're living in Ackworth, Georgia. And they decide to purchase a wine bar together in uh, downtown Ackworth, Georgia. Oh, boy. Things- they're like in their 40s. Yeah. They're, now. yeah, they're, they're, uh, yeah, 40s. I think they're in their like 40s, 30s, 40s. 40s. Yeah. So they have this wine bar. Um, I'll get to what happens in the wine bar. <laughs> what doesn't bit. happen in the yeah, wine bar? Yeah, what doesn't happen in the wine <laughs> What happens at the wine bar stays at the wine bar. So they have this wine bar. And my son, I think that this is all Jennifer has going is this wine bar. Yeah. Um, but Spencer has the wine bar. He also has this weird Air Force band. And he also teaches at the school video club. He also teaches, and he's, as we said, teacher of the year. He's the cool teacher. He also teaches several after-school clubs. One of these clubs is the Drone Club. For some reason, he asks for all of the students' phone numbers. For some reason. For some reason, he asks for everyone's personal cell phone numbers. And that is when he starts texting his victim who eventually gets him incarcerated this woman named rachel who was well girl named rachel she's a woman now who was 16 years old at the time of the sexual assault he starts texting her after school at first it was about the drone club and he, you know he's kind of so like what do you what do you think about drones what do you, you think like about drones you went to drones. anyway do you want to <laughs> anyway so you want to fuck later um you know, he's like testing the waters. He, you know, he says, like, are you coming today to drone club or, you know, next week at drone club, will you bring this or whatever? She thinks it's normal. Then he starts asking about music and movies. Mm-hmm. And he's like, she, you know, she thinks it's weird that my teacher is texting me, but okay. Yeah. I, I will, this isn't people who listen to the podcast will know that I say, you know, this serial killer is hot sometimes or whatever. He's an attractive man. Yes. So yes. that works in his favor. Like if you were, he's if, a hot teacher. Yeah. If you were in high school, this is the teacher you would have a crush yes. on. You know, yes. he's like cool and attractive. So if you're kind of a nerdier girl and the attractive teacher at school is texting you and giving you extra attention, 
your you're initial, feeling real special. Yeah. Your initial reaction is to be excited about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So then, you know, they start talking about music and movies. She'll she'll say, this is my favorite movie. And Spencer will be like, oh, my God, I just watched that movie. It's That's amazing. We have all this in common. A Bug's Life? I just I watched that I love A Bug's Life. So <laughs> Ratatouille? Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Barney the Dinosaur. <laughs> 
And yeah, and I mean, imagine how hurtful and detrimental this probably was to this girl. Yeah. So in and he would say to her, you know, we're in love. This is what love is. God brought us together, etc. So in her senior year, Spencer was deployed for one of his weird. I don't know what. (laughs) His Air Force band. Yeah, Air Force band thing. (laughs) He's got to play backup bass. Yeah. So she realized how much happier she was when he was Mm -hmm. gone and what a relief she felt. And she finally decided to tell her parents because she had held this secret for so long. And she had become really reclusive. She stopped talking to all her friends, stopped talking to her family. She had all this shame around what was happening. And she was also worried about a potential STD because I guess a few times Spencer had made STD jokes and she's like, do I have an STD? Like what's going on? She's got the itch. She got the itch. itch down there. Well, eventually, I mean, they say in the documentary, Jennifer ends up getting tested for STDs because she finds out, you know, Spencer has been cheating this whole time and she has chlamydia. Yeah. So, surprise. Surprise. She ends up telling her parents and her parents are like, you need to go to the police. Yeah. So she does. He gets arrested. Mm-hmm. And apparently when the cops come to the house to arrest him, Jennifer yells, just so you know, he's a very good person. Yells that to the cops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they come in to like search the house or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, that is so dark. That's so um, weird. Yeah. Why would you yell that? You're, it's you're, a, he's a good person. And Be nice to him. At this point, she doesn't know what he's being arrested for because Spencer also right. se- yelled, I guess, don't tell her what this is for or something. Or yeah, because she's tell like, her what's, what's happening? happening? What's happening? Yeah. And he's like, he's don't, like, don't tell her. To her. Yeah. So members of the community in Marietta didn't believe this poor girl. Ugh. And... They were like, well, yeah, why would they? They're like teacher of the year. Yeah. He owns a wine bar. He's yeah. an Eagle Scout. Yeah. They're like, this guy's been teacher of the year. Yeah. Two years in a row. He has a wife. You know, he's in the Air Force. He's an amazing guy. He received <laughs> nothing but support from the yeah. locals. Like narcissist shit where everyone in the community thinks he's amazing. Other teachers think he's great. And Rachel is like, Teachers saw him like holding my hand and stuff, and they yeah. didn't do anything. They That's just thought it was up. him being nice. Also, I don't know. That's weird. Right. Also, apparently, he always kept a blanket over the window of his office so that people couldn't see in. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't. I missed that part. Yeah. Oh, um, no. Right. So Rachel says, I went from a happy, carefree, and hopeful teenager to a cynical, angry, and depressed one. I completely shut myself off from people. I withdrew from my family and my friends. And by the time I was a senior, I had no communication with anyone that I was involved with at school. Um, I felt like I wasn't deserving of anything good in my life. So no one believed her because Spence was such a good guy. She thought everyone thought that maybe Rachel had a crush on him and she was denied or, you know, she got a bad grade and was trying to get back with like get back at him or there was some sort of miscommunication. Crazy. Everyone, everyone just was team Spence. And 
after he's arrested, one of Jennifer's friends is like, hey, people are commenting on Spencer's Facebook page. You should really like shut down his social media. Uh Oh, so Jennifer logs into his Facebook. That leads. This is where it all goes downhill. That thank God that leads her to his email account. And she clicks on a folder that says photos, which I'm like, is that even a folder? <laughs> so in the email account or in the Facebook message? It said it said in the documentary in the emails. Like, I don't have a folder that says photos. I Do think, you? Is that Maybe in like one? Yahoo Mail or Hotmail where there's like a photo? Yeah, it folder? must have been in some sort of this guy's got Yahoo Mail what for he sure. Was, yeah, he's got who AOL knows what mail. he was using. But she clicks on this photo tab, whatever system he's using, and there's tons of naked photos of women. Just like one after another after another. And then she finds all these like text message chains and DM messages on Facebook and sexting. And she's like, oh, my God, who is my husband? He was also uh, having sex with sex workers. Yes. Yes. And there's all these email correspondent of him being like, hi, like what time is blah, blah, blah available? And how the, much? Like 300 roses. Yeah. Is what they <laughs> use. It's a TikTok live. Um, <laughs> gang, gang. gang. gang, gang. <laughs> pop, pop. <laughs> um, yeah. And she finds out that he cheated on her the week of her wedding. Yes. He had two to three year long affairs with multiple women, some at the same time. I don't. What's crazy to me is how he kept all this organized. I, I, how do you I, know? I, I don't. Fascinating. Yeah, I, I. Do, it's crazy. I, I dated a, a serial cheater, uh, and he oh. was like cheating on me with several. Pe- he like was. He had like multiple like girlfriends. Well, I guess it's the same thing. Like he had multiple girlfriends. Yeah. He was dating me. He at one point I think he had like three girlfriends at the same time. Three people who oh probably my. thought we were his girlfriend right. and and then was also having sex with other people at the same time. That is so much work. I It's crazy. I'm like, how, where do you have the time? And I, I also, I found out, well, from text messages and also like my intuition and it was also very obvious, but... I found out because I was on his computer one day when he was like passed out because he was like a big drinker. And I mean, I was drinking a lot at the time too. And there is a, a video like oh, on his right. desktop and I clicked on the video and it was him having sex with our coworker. Ah! And I knew that it was like a current video because Ooh. of like, it was in his like new. There was a newspaper. Thing <laughs> yeah. He was just holding up a newspaper. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah but i'm like how i don't know it's like a a whole new level of i don't know well when you got like sex addiction or love addiction yeah like, i don't oh man what is it like power i mean i i don't really i don't fully understand sex addiction. i don't know i mean i've dated like different guys at the same time but like yeah that's totally different though no more than two <laughs> yeah i mean like i think you should date several people at the same yeah. time when you're trying to figure out who you like or who you don't like or, yeah. you know, whatever. All right. And if you're not exclusive with someone, you know, then yeah. sure, if you want to have sex with multiple people. But if you're married. Like, yeah, that's a different story. Psycho. Or if someone thinks you're monogamous um, or if you yeah. 
lent if you like imply so that you are crazy. she also finds out that they he was having sex at the wine bar all the time he was oh yeah uh, just using it kind of as a stomping grounds to find people to have sex with and he would put a sign on it's like a sock on the door he would put like be back in five minutes or like out to lunch and he yeah. would just be having sex with women in the bar crazy like constantly like every day yeah insane so yeah. i was thinking like who do predators seek out no one deserves to be sought out by a predator and you don't do anything to it's not your fault it's not your fault it's not your fault i am and i am not talking about rape yes i am talking about like who are like people like Spencer, like attracted to who are these people? Mm-hmm. Who are these pe- kind of people yeah. attracted to? And I think that people like this will like test the waters or test boundaries to see how far that they can get. You know, like inch by inch. You know, if you if they say something a little salacious and you don't react, right? Then they'll get a little bit more salacious and a little bit more salacious until eventually that you know they'll try something, you know, and then you're in a space where you feel uncomfortable saying no now because right. it's gone a little like bit too far. Like the sixteen-year-old student, yeah, and like you're you like, feel this over is your my head. teacher. I'm supposed to trust him, right? Also, I want to get good grades in school, yeah. So I don't want to upset him, but. I also mean like as an adult, I've been in situation with men where, you know, like they've made like we've been texting or something and they've said something sexual to me and I've just been like, ha, 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 you know, and then, (laughs) you know, or LOL. And then, you know, they've continued to say something sexual and then, you know, they've continued to say something sexual, you know, and then I get like a dick pic or something, you know, this is like in my twenties and I never had that moment where I'm like, I feel uncomfortable with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Like, don't talk to me like that, you know, or like, I'm not interested in you that way. And if you don't set that boundary, then like they'll keep going. Yeah. Where you don't want to like confront, like, well, I don't want to upset them because I like this guy and I want them to like me. So I don't want to say anything to upset them. Yeah. And I think that like, if you don't set that firm boundary, predators will continue to push mm-hmm. it to whatever extent until that boundary is firmly set, yeah. you know. And this psychologist said, like, if you reward manipulation, it will just escalate the manipulation yeah. and overstepping of boundaries, which I thought was like an interesting way to put it. And predators never go after like the most confident woman in the room they'll go after someone who's kind of like hiding in the back or might have insecurities or family issues going on or, you know, someone who wants to be seen as special or validated or needs that attention or needs that outside reassurance in order to feel whole because mm-hmm. that's the easiest way to get in. So that's why it's so important for teen girls and but not even teen girls, like adult women and adult men who might like be the victim of predators too, to like have self-esteem and like know how to set boundaries so that you're not trying to seek it from outside sources from people who like are unsafe, you know, vampires. Um, Yes. Emotional vampires. There were six sexual assault charges against Spencer Wayne Heron in connection to all of the different incidences. He pleaded guilty to 
every one of them in 2019. And he was teacher of the year 2016, 2017. Yeah, 2016, 2017. <laughs> so this affair with Rachel, the student, was happening while he was... Yeah. He won teacher of the year. Yeah, and I think that's why it was so hard for everyone to be like... yeah. Because I think he only had sex with Rachel, but he might have groped other students. Yeah, there was another student for having sex with two of his high school students oh, and shit. groping another. I don't know if it's a Rachel or another student, but it says one of the students filed a lawsuit this summer against three of her former administ- administrators, alleging they failed to follow rules that would have protected her. Whoa. At that That's school. Great. Yeah. No, at a, at a random other school. <laughs> at another school. <laughs> Just a random other school. Um, yeah, so uh, the reason he was never charged with statutory rape is, even though they were minors, the age of consent in Georgia is 16. He had 60 illicit fear uh, affairs while he was married. 60! Yeah, 60, which, although they were manipulative, were not coerced, uh, they decided. Right. Yeah. Um, right. He got six years in prison and 15 years probation as a sexual offender. He, in summer of 2022, he was released from Wilcox State Prison and he was uh, ordered to register as a sex offender. So he's out. He's out now. So I, I was looking on Reddit. I read on Reddit, which they don't talk about in the documentary, but maybe it's in the podcast, which I haven't listened to, that apparently Jennifer was putting money in his commissary the whole time. (gasps) Which I'm like, that's insane. What? The way that I would make my husband slash ex-husband like starve in jail would be 100%. That is fucking... uh, I'm sure he like... Would call her and like manipulate her into like that's what he does like feeling bad or like well he would ugh. write her it's it said he would like yeah, write he her would, letters in jail yeah, like every day it was so fucking yeah weird. and then it showed I was gonna record it but then I was like I don't know what the legality is like we probably can't play it but there was um recordings of him being like you know it's not that big a deal everyone just needs to forget about it you know i don't really have a problem there's people in here who masturbate in public like i'm not like that (laughs) like this guy has no remorse no accountability nothing yeah that's crazy that he doesn't acknowledge anything that he did anything wrong jennifer doesn't seem i mean Maybe she's disassociated, but she does not, or maybe she just for the podcast feels like she needs to be on okay terms with him in order to right speak with him or something for content. But she does not seem that m- mad, or I don't, I don't know. I think she's so- somehow still delusional or something. Yeah, because it happened not that long ago. I think she probably just hasn't really processed it yet. I don't know. Yeah, I I uh, yeah. don't know. Anyways, the story is really crazy. Uh, listen, watch the documentary on Hulu, Betrayal, The Perfect Husband. Uh, listen to the podcast. We'll have to listen to it. Um, a case I think of narcissism and sex addiction and mm-hmm. s- scary. I I also don't know how she could not have known. <sighs> I was thinking that too during the documentary 60, like 60 women 
I guess he would use the wine bar as an excuse of like where he is all the time, like at work. Yeah. I just don't know what times of day he was doing this or like, I don't know. All I'm saying is that I would know. I would know. I oh, I, I knew. Know. I knew. Yeah. I think that there there has to be a part of her that knew or didn't want to know or just didn't want to believe. Yeah. I don't I, know, man. I w- that's my greatest nightmare is that you think your husband is just a saint and then you're completely blindsided. Like, is that possible? Is it possible? That's what I think about Martin all the blind. time. Me too. I'm like, was- if you have a secret family and you're cheating on me, I wouldn't trust my... No. I wouldn't I wouldn't know who I... I wouldn't trust myself anymore. I was thinking about that about Adam, actually, the other day. Because I was like, <laughs> Adam is so nice. He's just like the first like really nice guy yeah. I've dated. And then I'm like, if the other shoe were to drop, I think I'd be done. I would never be able to trust my judgment on anything anymore. No. I would just be like, I don't know how I missed... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Cut to a year from now, Martin and yeah, I we're, 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 yeah, like you, you and I how are living we in some sort of commune. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. God um, damn it. Anyways, if you guys have any information about this, or if you've just been completely blindsided. Yeah. I would love us. to hear. Yeah, call us. Or if you... um. If you want to anonymous, anonymously call about sex addiction and like explain it to us. Yeah. Um, just the phenomenon or where it comes from. No judgment. Um, yeah. you know, like I'm an addict in a different way. I would just love to know, you know, that where the compulsion comes from. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, where can people reach us, Melissa? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or call us at 626 63 420 69. I almost sang the old one. All right. Well, I am Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And that's all, folks. Bye. Bye. Powered by ACAST. 